Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we talk about BoJack Horseman and Cody enjoys. I'm Jordan. And I'm worried we will not have an hour of material on BoJack Horseman. We will have at... You always say that and we end up with like 30 to 40 minutes on one TV show. So anyways, Cody, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I really enjoyed BoJack Horseman. (laughs) I'm going to say I was dead last episode. Well, yeah, the last episode we did this because I got to like... What was that? Episode 12 of the um, final of the final season? Pretty much. Okay. First of all, spoilers for BoJack Horseman. So, Diana, if you are listening, cut this off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For period sure. At the end. Diana, I'm not going to pull any punches. If you are listening and have not watched through all of BoJack Horseman, cut this off. Unless you just don't care and just want to hear the ending, because I will tell you. Anyways, I'm going to give like a good five seconds to give you, you know, cut it off. Okay, so, but yeah, last episode we recorded World Shop. I ended on episode 12 of the series finale, and that was the one where Hollyhock cuts him off. And just, yes. like, in the letter. And that was brutal, and that's why I was completely dead last episode and just had no energy because that episode hit like a brick. And, I mean, more horrifying stuff happens in the show, but that episode, like, especially just hit. Yeah, it was, it was a... Like, that to me was, like, the low point. Because, like, when I talked to you about it, you know, I had finished the show yeah. at that point. Which is funny and because I, you, I watched it first, and yet you finished the show before I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was just we both caught up before the last season came yeah. out. So then, you know, we, we had, like, whatever amount of time to finish those last six episodes or whatever it was. But that episode was well i guess i should say that episode was the low point so i was still like sitting there having finished the show and really enjoying it and liking how it ended and i'm like oh no you just have to wait it gets yeah, better yeah, it gets like yeah no you just need to finish the show i'm like dude i'm devastated yeah yeah i mean it's rough like that part was rough and that whole kind of sequence where you see him kind of relapse back in alcoholism was not pleasant you know it was one of those things where I'm like, no, don't do it. And then sitting there the whole time, it's like, well, there's no way he's not going to relapse. Like, yeah, especially after having that and then having no other support because of all the other stuff that's been happening around him. Of course, he's going to go to the one thing that's always made him feel good. So, right. Well, and that's something that I, I like about the show just in general. Like they set up a lot of stuff, even as early as season one, you see bojack do things that are bad for him or that hurt other people and those don't just go away well i will say one thing especially because diana's been watching through it and like texting us back and forth about it i will say one thing i forgot how early the just absolutely i guess unhealthy relationship between him and sarah lynn started in the show i forgot yeah it was early it was what like the third episode yeah and I, I forgot yeah, that that's that, where like, they that, that, yeah in the third episode how horrifying the relationship starts is like he he the, he starts having sex with her and it's like yeah this childhood star that like thought of you as a father figure it's just like this whole twisted disgusting thing it's like they threw that on you kind of as a throwaway joke in episode three of season one and then you see yeah. the accumulation of that in season three finale of just like oh now she's dead. Yeah, right. Kind of, in some ways, because of you know. Oh, Bojack it's Horseman. most. It's. I would say it is his fault. 
Um, he started. He he brought her back to drugs and started the trickle downs. So, oh yeah, like with no regard to her and hers. Like oh, I don't want to be like I'm gonna try to sober up. He's like, nope, let's have an epic bender. Screw you. Just getting a month. Let's get back on it. Well, and and that does like I think the show does portray that, which is a very tricky subject. Well, because it's really not exactly just BoJack Horseman's fault. Um, you know, like he doesn't force drugs no, on no, her. He doesn't, and he doesn't even really push her that hard. He just walks in and goes, "Do you want to get drunk?" And she's like, "Absolutely," because she does not enjoy being sober. Like, yeah. and um, I think that that's the cyclical way that all the characters behave. Um, I think you mentioned this at some point, or maybe it was someone else that I work with who also watches the show mentioned that there was like a point where they started to feel like the show was repetitive. Oh, uh, wasn't and me. It, well, I was I was just terrified that it was – oh, it might have been me because I was terrified that, like, yeah, it will start to repeat. And if they went for more seasons, it was just going to become the same thing every yeah. season. And I think but, it was good that it eventually found an end for itself where characters had found some kind of closure or progression for their lives that were unhealthy. But I think Sarah Lynn is a character that never did that. And that's why she was unable to have BoJack Horseman walk back into her life and not relapse. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, she was one nudge away from relapsing back into woefully unhealthy habits for which BoJack was not solely responsible. Yeah. Um, and I think that even that that then again happens with BoJack, where he goes to um, rehab and for a long time is clean and then relapses because he even then didn't really get closure on all of the issues that he had. And I would even say at the end of the show, he doesn't exactly have that. I I like the place where it left him off at the end of the show. So like, I just first want to get your general opinion. Like, what did you think of the series finale? Like, did you think it was a good ending for the show? I really liked the series finale. I really liked the last two, three episodes, I think. Let me hang on. The, I have I have a season. That episode was hard, man. That was another one where like, oh crap. And I'm like, well, they're not gonna kill him off because there's one episode left, and I highly doubt they would just have like a funeral episode be the end of Bojack Horseman, because that's just dour for a comedy. Yeah, I would say um episode fifteen and sixteen to me kind of together as a almost a two-parter of him almost dying and then seeing him what like while he's in jail and then afterwards i think are excellent episodes um because really like from season 12 on it's like him spiraling down into season six but anyways well, I mean, you the beginning 12. of season... You said season 12. That's no, no, I'm sorry. Episode 12 of season okay. sorry, 12. Sorry. I, I, I was just correcting you because you said season 12. Like, we're not in season 12, bro. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Episodes... Like, from episode 12 on, where he's just kind of, like, spiraling down into misery. Yeah. Um, like, those are hard-to-watch episodes. They were. Um, But then 15 and 16, to me, were really good. Like, especially 15. Like, there were... Moments where this show, to me, like I said, it used animation in a way that was creative. So instead of just going, you know, we can have... I'm trying to think of the right way to do this without being too critical, but whatever. Did so, like, Family Guy uses animation creatively in that they have Peter punch a chicken. Yeah. BoJack Horseman uses animation creatively in that they use that animation to create metaphors that are compelling. So the way they portray someone reflecting on their life and, like the moments leading up to their death 
was interesting and was a yeah. compelling story. Was that, them like, having a dinner party and then a show afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And, and man, like that episode hits hard, dude. Well, and like the thing where he talks about how many times he's been there, like that yeah. this is not the first time he's had yeah, this scrape. It, he goes in, but like he's used to it because I go here all the time and it ends right here. And then the second one, it doesn't end for him and it keeps going. He starts getting really scared. And yeah. like it was, a, I thought that was a good way to show just like the true fears. Like, oh yeah, I do these stupid things all the time and I come back easily. But what happens when you don't? And then I like the the very end of the show, like the conversation where he's just sitting there talking to um Diane. Diane. I liked that conversation almost for its lack of profound closure. Yeah. There wasn't some big thesis of the show moment they were both just kind of talking about where their lives had gone i think the big thesis of the show moment was that one line that she says it was like well sometimes people are only meant to be in your life for a short period of time and that's all yeah like that line i think that sums it all up like sometimes you just it doesn't mean you hate them or you resent them or whatever just sometimes people are only supposed to be in your life for like a little bit they're not there permanently and i think that sums up well at least that sums up their whole relationship well yeah and i mean even even more than just um talking about like temporary friend like how friendships can be temporary and that which is true i i liked that whole last episode to see how some of his friends had grown like how mr peanut butter or princess carolyn or um uh, what's his name? Freaking Todd. Todd. Let me That's get to I all have that this. a second because I loved all that. But one thing I just wanted to throw out, like I thought the la- well, at least this last half was a seat. Well, this last season was a very life after BoJack season. Like what happens after BoJack happens to them? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I think like they all moved on and they were all no offense to the character of BoJack. They were all much happier without him in their lives. I think it's less about being life after Bojack, like as in he he's the central character, but these people have their own lives that they're living and progressing through. And I like that you see him being not the only thing that defines them. You, you know, yeah. and again, this is a weird thing for like compared to a show like Family Guy, which is this is the same technically genre of like adult cartoon humor, right? Yeah. In Family Guy, every character in that show is trapped to Peter Griffin. They have to remain focused on him. Um, Like, there's never a part where Brian moves out on his own and has his own life because Peter does something enough that he's like, okay, I have to go and be my own person now. And then they later reconcile, but it's different. Like, he had people that were more and less connected to him at different times throughout the story, and they just eventually moved on. And, um, that's, it's not just that it's like he happened to them and then they had to escape. It's like people's lives move and it's not just all in relation to Bojack. He was never the center of any of their lives. So you're saying that sometimes you have a friendship for a short period of time and then it doesn't have to be permanent. So you're saying saying that's a good thesis. Are you saying that's a good damn thesis? (laughs) No, what I'm saying is that all of these other characters had their own life stories that did not revolve around Bojack. Yeah. Um, and I like, liked that. Yeah. Like, especially Todd who like was his weird, like man, baby friend. Yeah. Just 
like eventually did have a fight with him and move out and then just had his own life where he like learned and grew and found a place for him that worked and none of that was really as a result of bojack no he's just i i liked i mean i liked all the story arcs like the accumulation of them like the only one i will say is like princess carolyn and judah seemed a little bit rushed like it made sense i liked where it went but it seemed like this season they just threw it out there and boom it happened but what i'll talk about that in a second but god what was i gonna first talk about shoot todd's I will say Todd's monologue at the end was like, it was kind of dumb, but it actually like was very touching and meant a lot to me. The like whole thing he was saying about the hokey pokey and like the important part, what it's all about is you turn yourself around and like, yeah, you have your crappy moments in life, but you do just have to get up and just turn around and move on. It's like, and Bojack's like, well, what if I, um, what if I break sobriety? What if I relapse again? It's like, okay, well then you're sober. The next, like, you just have to get sober again. Yeah. It's like, well, what is like, what if this that I do this is like, well, you just have to, the next day have to turn around and just keep going. You just press up. You have, you break your next goal of sobriety. It's like, oh, you were sober for one month before. Now you're sober for two months. You just keep going. You're going to fall down, but you just have to keep turning yourself around. And I just, that monologue was great. And I thought that, like for such a goofy character someone who's throughout the whole show is constantly doing weird and dumb stuff every single season to have such like a very insightful moment at the very end i thought was amazing i actually i always like those characters like the kind of gestury characters that are jokes of themselves but I mean, there's varying degrees of self-awareness that can come along with that type of character. Like, Todd, I don't think, is necessarily self-aware of his own, like, lunacy. No, No, he's not. But he does have a certain amount of wisdom despite it. And I like that he can give that in a way that is not... mm, It doesn't cause people to clam up or become offended because he can present it in a way that seems endearing or humorous yeah I he, like those he characters. talked about the hokey pokey to have this big revelation at the end yeah but i mean he was right like what he was telling bojack was right but i mean todd to me kind of frequently i kind of said this before as like had the best lines like all of the best moments to me and all of like the best speeches came from todd who is not who you would expect to be giving no. those big moment speeches but he just was like I think that because he was willing to cut Bojack out, he kind of served like that middle ground between fully removing Bojack from his life and just remaining his blind friend. Because that's what, like, a lot of people just fully cut Bojack out. Like, Diane basically just ditched him fully. Not that that was a wrong thing to do. Or Mr. Peanut Butter just stayed blindly his friend the whole time. time. Yeah. So I think Todd was, like, almost the most normal reaction of, like, well, I still see you, but we're not the same. But that doesn't mean we can't eventually be something to each other again. It's just not ever going to be the same thing that it was, you know? I do like how he did straight up say that a couple of times. Like, no, it's like we, you can't just come back and expect things to be fine. It's like, yeah. things are still weird, man. <laughs> well, and, and even by the end of the show, it's like they weren't mad at each other it's no. just like their relationship is now different he's never going to be bojack's surrogate son friend it's never going to happen again i don't even think it was son i think it was just baby like not his baby just a baby friend yeah like, this is just a baby that i sometimes take care of but i'm oddly attached to so i have to ruin their life so that they stay a baby yeah yeah, yeah bojack is a horrible person 
Also, I will say Margot Martindale is the best character in the whole show. Just is Margot the, Martindale the character the... actress Margot Margot Martindale? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. she's so yeah. like some of the best comedic lines of the whole show. <laughs> character actress Margot Martindale, I loved her so much. Just all the stuff I... they did with that character was so funny. I enjoyed her as well, and the fact yeah. that like. I mean, it's a fictional account, but that the fact that she's a real person, that's just straight up Margo Is Martindale. she a real person, or yeah. is there a real character actor that played someone named No, Margo no, Martindale? there's a real per- actor named Margot Martindale who played Margot Martindale in the show <laughs> as a fictional account of herself, and she's just, she is a character actress, and it's just funny that they use that, and like, she was a good sport about it, that she's just this wild, loony character the whole time. And just I, I I love that they utilize that. I really hope that she gets every acting job she tries out for because she was hilarious at it. Well, apparently she's a very successful character actor, which is kind of a good place to be at, you know. Yeah. The other just I thought all the stories I thought they tied in really well. I liked where Diana's sorry Diane's story ended up because now I talk to Diana, so it's weird. The Diana Diana gets mixed yeah, up, but Diane's story ended really well. And I found myself like, like there was times when I would like find myself relating to Bojack, even though I'm not a horrible like alcoholic drug abuser. No, I mean he's a relatable character. A rela- but but I realized by the end is like no, I'm, I'm more of the fit for the Diane type character than I am the Bojack character. And I think just the way her story ended, I thought was really good. Realizing that yeah, writing about trauma isn't what's going to make you a good actor. Uh, sorry, actor, good writer, and like finding admitting that like she can't just be the one to give advice and that she needs help herself like the i like the fun montage of her on antidepressants at the beginning of that one episode was very fun uh episode 10 yeah where she was like just like something would go wrong she would hold up the like pack of pills and everything would go right surprisingly i thought that oh was no i thought you were talking about the one where she was trying to write her memoir after she went off of antidepressants never mind i think that might be the same episode i think that happened at the beginning of the episode but whatever i also i liked that she like mentioned that she knew she was going to have a side effect and then had that side effect and it didn't ever go away yeah like she mentioned that she thought she would gain weight if she took antidepressants yeah. and then she gained, she gained weight, weight and that was like it's like yeah that's part of it for me you know and and i i like again that those things that could normally be thrown out as like in a show like family guy yeah it would have just know, been a joke for like 10 minutes and then she would have gone back to looking normal yeah or, they would have played it as a joke character design i'm not saying being fat isn't normal i'm just saying no 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 but design. that's what they would have done they would have played it as a joke for lois to gain weight because yeah, and then she the next to, scene she's the same the character design. next episode she would have been exactly the same and i like that in this show you see people change throughout the show yeah like the it was it was this episode before the first half the mid-season season finale where she says she's gonna go on the antidepressants and then at the end of that episode when her boyfriend comes back from out of town she has the weight gain and is wearing a different jacket which is another like big thing is her wearing a different jacket than the green one with the arrows and yeah, yeah so i thought that was cool i'm so glad she got a happy ending i'm so yeah. glad that character like is it like, especially when she was giving her speech at the end when she said oh yeah like her um boyfriend at the time i thought it was like oh no she broke up with him to go back to like being pretty much bojack's like surrogate mother type of yeah. deal but no no she, it was her boyfriend at the time because now she's engaged now he's fiance and like she's like 
now she's getting along with his son and like they have a good relationship going and she's moved out she's definitely like stepped out of her um boundaries she's gone out and done things she's writing a book that she never thought she she's writing a teen detective novel that she never thought she would ever be doing and i just thought it was good she's broken out of her shell and become like this completely different character than the one at the very beginning of season one and yeah. i love that like her character development throughout the show i think is probably one of the most character developments in the show other than well i guess bojax goes up and down but i think she has the most character development throughout the whole entire show um yeah i I have a special place in my heart for Todd and Princess Carolyn. Um, I mean, I do love the Todd and Princess Carolyn relationship. And I love how Todd's big I'm growing up moment is him running a daycare. Because <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense, especially when they show like how good he was at babysitting her kid. Yeah, right. Well, and like that's what I mean is like they're finding a life that um, they can be happy with. But, okay, so the the Princess Carolyn part that, for me, I loved was the one where she's, um... Taking it's you're seeing like a, and she's splitting? Yeah, yeah, that, again... Is it's sad that I know you so well that I instantly knew that. Well, it was just, like, a very good way to show the way that parenting can feel at times. I'm yeah, like, and I knew you yeah, relate to that it. because you probably had to split multiple times. Well, yeah, you, you get that feeling eventually sometimes, you know, and I thought the show did a good job of making it used animation as a way to make you have that feeling really yeah. well. Um, because yeah, they're, they are creative and I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, but even her being a parent. Yeah. That's another thing that co- totally could have been a like character beat that they ignored. Princess Carolyn wants to have a baby. The family guy answer is they either have it never happen. Like she tries and fails a bunch and then someone hugs her and she feels better. Or she just like starts having a baby and they're just like, and then she brought it to daycare and they never have that. Yeah, and then you like, just never see the her. child around. And well, they did do the things like she tried a bunch and then it wasn't happening. But then the determination of going to adoption and they did make a bunch of throwaway jokes with that, like the adoption agency robbing her of $60,000, which I, oh, I forgot about it until I watched the clip yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, where they're like, oh, yeah, they like get her pumped. I was like, yeah, you can do this, everything. It's like, now you should give the adoption agency $60,000. It's like, you know what? I should. And like, they do like a throwaway here and there for that. But she finally ends up with the child. And then it's not just like, okay, she has a child and then you never see it again. It's like, this becomes a part of her character. And I also liked after the whole rivalry with her and, um, I think, what, Vanessa Gecko, I think was her name. Yeah. Yeah, that whole rivalry, like, they have, like, a heart-to-heart conversation about parenthood that I thought was really another really good moment. No, absolutely. It never felt like the stuff that they tied up, it never felt forced. It never felt rushed. It never felt like it wasn't supposed to happen or it wasn't, like, a thing that could happen in it. No, and it, like, never felt wrong, like, out of character for the characters. Like, um, Diane doesn't seem like a different person at the end bojack she, doesn't she seem is but she doesn't seem like it she well, is a what i mean person. by that yeah, is I, they I didn't just go we're gonna take diane and now she's just happy she's like not, <laughs> she was still sitting she was still avoiding people on a roof smoking you know yep. like that's still, still kind too. of who she is and there's like she's better adjusted now like 
But she still has the same character flaws. But she she still has these same character flaws that could lead her right back to where she was and just has a better handle on those. And the same thing is true for any of these other characters. Like, Todd does get too comfortable and just kind of get lazy. Like, Princess Carolyn does make excuses for people and ignore problems. And, you know. Oh, my God. (laughs) um, Okay, no, I want to talk about her and Judah, though, because I agree and disagree with you. I felt, like... I thought if they had like another season in there, like they could have fleshed that out a little bit. I felt like it happened. It it made sense. It made sense to me because clearly he loved her and really, really care about her. But it just felt like suddenly we're in love. Well, I'm in love with suddenly I'm confessing it. And in the next like two episodes from now, we're going to be married. I think what I I agree that that's true. What I liked about it was it made it feel like there was a time skip for BoJack. So you never really see her like kiss no. Judah or and like even when she say they're she in a says I love you, she doesn't say it back. She just smiles, which I liked. Yeah, you just see that start of like oh, okay, they're like he is now like Open about made it. explicit that he has romantic feelings for her. And then you just cut to time later, they are getting married. And for Bojack, he missed all of that. Yeah. So from the show being from the point of view of Bojack, I don't mind that they skipped it. It, it makes sense because he wasn't there for that. Yeah. It's like he he was in a completely hurricane of a different storyline for that. So it makes sense that it did seem super sudden. Well, he was in prison. Well, yeah. Like, I mean... Because, I mean, he didn't go to prison directly after it. He had to go to court. Had to do, So it was like it yeah. was a year times he had been in prison for like about, what, a year and a half or something? Some, like, I think yeah, he was like, like almost at the end of 18 months. I yeah, think, something. yeah, something like, yeah. So he said he had been in prison for that long, but I think it was probably like a couple months or so before he was actually serving his sentence. Yeah, which is true. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so it is both that he like was ignoring her because he was dealing with his own thing, and yeah, and also, I mean, you know, was even then he still hadn't talked to her because of all the alcohol, like falling in and out of alcoholism and all that. Right, he was only just talking to like Vance or whatever that actor do the Mel Gibson of the show was, because <laughs> I at least I think that's what they meant him to be was like a Mel Gibson. I didn't really know what they meant him to be, <laughs> so I was just kind of like, I'm not going to try to figure this one out, you know. Um. I will say the moment of Judah um, singing the song to Princess Carolyn was freaking adorable. It was. I liked Judah's character a lot, so oh, I, yeah. I didn't mind that there was kind of a hasty resolution there, maybe. I, I don't know. I really liked their relationship. I thought it made sense for their relationship because clearly he had some sort of, like, if not romantic, like, just a very strong admiration for her. Yeah, right. Like, he really, really cared. And when she fires him in whatever season that was, you could see the pure hurt on his face because he was just trying to help her. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Well, and that was like a, you know, again, you like see these characters that like kind of hurt each other. Like I liked that it took them a while to get back. To, to even have okay. him come back, which I knew. Like he was she didn't back. just immediately rehire him. It was like, there had to be, well, and even like the thing where she had him work for the, uh, unionizing all the assistants i thought was really clever because she's like i only know one person who doesn't actually suck and is an assistant yeah who's actually <laughs> really good and likes being an assistant and boom like when they said that's like oh crap you're bringing judah back because i knew he was gonna come back yeah he was just, like, too you good can't of a just character throw, like and... he can't be a throwaway character. i mean 
there were characters that like came back. Like I forgot all about that moose that Diana sent the picture of, and he is in the yeah. last season. I also forgot about him. He's at one well, of the even- parties. Princess um, Carolyn's uh, boyfriend, the mouse. No, no, no. Um, the moose in the suit that Diana sent a picture of. No, I know. Oh. I, I was just saying, like, that's oh. another character that left and then did come back. Oh, when did he come also, back? Huh? When did the mouse come back? Well, he came back, like, the one episode where she was trying to uh, adopt a baby. And oh, he, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. said, you know, we could do this together, you know. Yeah, I was like, yeah he came back for a short period. He's like, no, I want to yeah. do this alone. And, I mean, I liked him as a character. Well, I, I just thought it was thought a very was interesting another, relationship. Yeah, I thought they had an interesting relationship despite the fact that it ended. And, you know, I well, like Cody, that she, Sometimes people are only in your life for a short period of time, and it doesn't mean you hate them or whatever. It just means they're just there, and then they're gone. It's a good um, thesis! Yeah. <laughs> it It is. I just also like that those people sometimes recur, and then you have to, like, deal with that <laughs> in some way. Um, I also, I did like in that conversation when she's like, yeah, you know that you like, uh, called me and then almost died. Like, how do you think that made me feel? Yeah. <laughs> you know? and- like, I, I like that that wasn't thrown away as a nothing occurrence that he yeah is, was still like unhealthily obsessed with Diane as both like romantic slash like well, moral compass, he you was, know? Yeah. Like constantly leaning on her. And then finally, like, I can't be responsible for something. Like, if something bad did happen to you, I can't sit here thinking I'm the reason that it happened. Yeah. And I I don't know. That conversation was very good. But also notice that we've talked about all of the characters that have barely talked about BoJack at all. Well, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I we do say, like, the Bojack. last season did pay a lot. I mean, of course, he's the main character, but it did pay a lot of attention to the other characters. Yeah, like that's they brought true. back um, the deer from season two, which that was brutal. His the one chick he was kind of in love with, and then her daughter. Oh well, that was they've been kind of in and out of the show forever, right? I think they were in. No, they were just in that season two, and they didn't show up until this last season. I thought. Really? Yeah. Was it in season two when he almost like? Yeah, when he almost slept. With, yeah, that was season two. The end of season two. And then she's in the mom said, if I ever see you again, I will kill you. And oh, that was a freaking well, brutal scene. It's like, oh, no, they did come up one other time because he like went on a bender and showed up. At oh, her yeah, high yeah. School. He went on a, when the bender season three, they showed up at her college and she's like, Bojack, she had a panic attack. Yeah. And then it hadn't been since season three. So sorry. The one like 30 second scene. Well, actually, it was like. 10 minute scene because they were trying to find her and they kept blacking out and getting closer to finding her and it's like oh i don't want to do this i shouldn't do this blackout and yeah. it's like he's right there it's like what oh right well that was another one like the that sequence of him blacking like there's kind of two of those there's the one where he gets hooked on pills after he hurts his back yeah and then um, ends up choking gina yeah when he's like which she never- kind of had an ending in the season series finale if you notice, there's a billboard like when they're driving that's of that movie the one woman wanted to direct about Fireflame, the superhero. And if you look closely, she is the Fireflame. Oh, she is the superhero. I noticed that. Cool. I'm like, holy crap, yes. Because yeah, they talked they about not being about her. They not talked about her not being hireable or whatever. Yeah, not being able to do practical effects anymore. Um, after 
yeah, nearly getting killed yeah, by Bojack. She, yeah, and then like she's in the movie at the end, and I thought it's like, yeah, it's like they tied up everything, even if it was just like a quick throwaway billboard. But yeah, those two sequences—the one where he's like always in the same costume, like he never takes off his costume, you yeah. know, he's just wearing like the trench coat and the tie, and he's on pills, and you see him like flopping into his real life, and the yeah, and then he loses reality of who he is. It's like. I think there was even a line in that is like, am I Philper or am I Bojack? I don't even know anymore. Well, and it's like, it's almost that part of it to me was like almost played as a joke where he's like, I think he knows he's Bojack. He's just working so much and not sleeping. And it, I don't know, like, but that's the thing about Bojack's character is he's self aggrandizing. So yeah. he would want to think of himself as having delusions yeah. about being this character. You know, that's like, in line with what he would consider a romantic thing to happen to an actor, you know? Um, I need, I'm just going to start the show over from the beginning, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's good. It's, it's really, really good. good. I'm, I'm just going to start from episode one again, just knowing how it ends. So I could get through the like really tough parts Yeah, <laughs> a little bit quicker because man, it was in the season two, the episode where like he, almost sleeps with the daughter and like the mom's like i will kill you if i have that was hard one to watch but the end of that seat the actual end of that season where it's like it kind of ended hopeful where it's like yeah you just have like when he starts running and the monkey guy you see in every episode running is like no you just have to do it every day it yeah. gets better I is thought he that in was, every episode every episode of season two yeah really every episode they show the beginning he's always running by yeah i never it's, noticed look that. There are so many like small things in the background, like the chick who gets her face burned off with the coffee or whatever. That's like a throwaway joke. But you look at the background; she's in it with a new face later on. Yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff like yeah. There's that. a little, little throwaways that are just they carry through the whole entire series. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Be- just the sheer amount of attention to detail they have. Well, and some of them are like, I mean, this one isn't like necessarily a little detail, but it's a clever small thing that they did that is really like. Uh, emotional which to me is like the the bottle of vodka he carries around that he looks at and sees stars yeah when he keeps seeing like, the stars uh that Sarah recurring Linda. little thing and where you like see him carrying it in all of those scenes and it's like oh man it's like it's a really good way to have that reminder of um sarah lynn you know that he like can't let go of that it's you know it's brutal dude it's so that season three finale that and then when he chokes um gina were like the two seasons that just wrecked my life yeah they because yeah. i wasn't expecting as soon as he started having the blackout things again it's like oh something terrible yeah it's like happen. you know it's like, like, it's like the last time this happened someone died so what's gonna happen now it's like and that was only two seasons ago so what what is gonna happen now yeah and i'm really glad that it ended at season six and like a big part of this that we've like skipped over like 80 times was just the whole Bojack's reckoning when he has the interview and the first one goes well where he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's like I apologize for all this. And like he he does a good spin on it and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. And everything. it's like, oh, yeah, you look in a really good positive light. And then they have that second interview where he just gets crushed and all of those well, terrible things he does well not all but a lot of the terrible things he does and like how he's hurt other people through his crappy actions just comes to light and everybody sees it and that's what leads to holly hall cutting him off and it's just it's rough yeah. 
Well, that and her meeting the guy. Oh yeah, her meeting Pete Repeat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that got that he got drunk in high school. Well, even that is such a good. That was a really good way to. Um, this is going to sound creepy, but hear me out. Um, whenever you have an animated show like Cody this, gets it kids is, drunk. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the sequence where, or the episode where he does like take a girl to her high school prom kind of in a nice way, but you can already tell it's creepy and then like gets them really drunk. And it didn't feel creepy until he starts getting them drunk. It well. And the thing with an animated show is like, realistically, none of those characters look any different ages from each other. And they're all drawn the same way. And all of their voice actors are probably adults that are probably like 40. And like, it seems like a really cool and romantic, not in the way of like kiss, kiss romantic, but like a romantic thing of them, like releasing the like lanterns at night. And it's like really sweet moments. And then you realize like after the thing that happens at the end of that episode happens, you realize how creepy that whole thing was. Well, what made to me, what really like, not that I didn't think that was creepy, but what really like sold it is seeing um Pete in college a lot older. Yeah. <laughs> like and acting a lot older and talking about that with the perspective of very much like we were kids. Yeah, we were like, kids. This old dude bought us alcohol. This was really weird. We were it's like, children. Yeah, it's like now that like especially like none of them thought it was weird in the moment, but it's like now that I'm older, this was really weird and yeah, really because creepy. When you're 17 years old, you don't think of yourself any differently than you do when you're 30 years old. But when you're 30, you should be able to see the difference. You know what I mean? And even in that point, like, um, Penny, I think, was the daughter's name, right? Yes. Like, she even, like, before the whole thing happens with them, she's like, I'm not drunk. I'm 17, age of consent. This is what I want. And when they go, like, she tries to sleep with them. And then... Like it starts going further, and it's just like, well, it's like, part like when I watched the part of mine, it's like, well, she was seventeen. This was what she wanted. Then it's like, no, that is re- he should have shut that down. Yeah, well, like, that's especially what I mean, like, yeah, you like, get rejected by the one you want to go with, and then you try, like, you're about to sleep with her daughter. That's effed up. Well, and like he knows that, like, he yeah. does reject her at first. Yes, but then he, like, after getting rejected, he goes. Back but it. and, it's, it's, and and that's what i mean about like bojack is someone who's like supposed to be like what 55 in this show um I also think, i love yeah, the like part 40s, where he stops 50s. dyeing his hair and yeah. starts looking older i th- actually thought that was a good turn for his character but bojack being 55 can understand why that's not right even if someone who is at the time 17 and emotionally vulnerable could not yeah and he, that's why he should have shut it down because he was old enough to know and he did at first but then stuff happened and he went back to it and nothing had happened, but if the mom didn't walk in at that moment, would it have? Um, but I did think that them bringing that up from like a bystanders almost perspective yeah. of Pete, because he was kind of the one that was least negatively impacted, because he's like didn't get alcohol poisoning and didn't almost yeah, sleep but he with had to Bojack. Lie to the cops. Yeah, right. But he was just kind of the one that was there and then having to deal with it, and yeah. he was like, "Whoa, this was like now that I am this old." That was bad. Yeah. Um. I think having that repeated perspective was really because <laughs> repeated like he was the guy. Yeah. Who right. Everything. Well, but like Penny, you can understand like even in that moment, like you get that that was like a horrible experience for her on a lot of different levels. Yeah. Well, now that she's thinking about it, because at that moment, right. of course, it was what she wanted. Yeah. 
quote-unquote. Um, I did the quote fingers. I just, I'm trying to do, approach this situation with, like, gloves because I don't want to, like, offend anybody. But, yeah, at that moment, that was what she wanted. And afterwards, realizing, again, how absolutely weird and bad that whole thing was. Yeah, well, and that's where, like, part of being a, like, well-adjusted and functional adult is being able to parse who is, like, an actual... <laughs> Who you could understand as a real romantic partner and who is not. Yeah. And who is an appropriate romantic partner and who is not. Not and the you can creepy s- old man who is just crashing in a boat next to your house. Well, and like Bojack should have been able to make that separation. It makes sense for a 17-year-old not to be able to. Yeah. But someone who is 50 should. Was and he that, really supposed to be 50 at that moment? Yeah, like, I think at the start of the show, he's supposed to be 50. Hold on. Okay, you can keep talking. I just want to... Yeah, no, because it's like back in the 90s, he had a very famous TV back show. This is in set 90s, in modern d- days, so he's 50. <laughs> like, in 2020, Oh, yeah, because Horsing Around ended when he was 32. So, yeah, he was freaking 50. Jeez. Well, and that's the thing. He dyed his hair, and he... Didn't oh, act. Yeah, at the season for that series finale, he was 57. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a lot worse. I always thought he was like in his 40s. That's even worse than he's. Yeah. I mean, you still need to know what to do when you're 40, but still, when he's 50, what, 55 around that situation? That's like, um, I think that's three years younger than my dad. Yeah. It's, that's, that's two generations down he was going, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be like my <laughs> Oh my god, that's right? see now that's, it's, it's even grosser now that I have the age. It's even grosser. Uh, but anyway, well, that's I the thing. The, sorry, go on. That's why I love that they. I don't think at the beginning of the show he. I don't think the creators thought at the beginning of the show he was dying his hair, but I liked the thing where he had a facade of youth that eventually they took away. Yeah. Because he doesn't act like a 55-year-old ever in the show. No, not once. He acts like a like a drunk 20-year-old the entire show. Yeah, man child. And I like that part where he they kind of like take that away and then all of a sudden him You know, it's I have the same complaint about like college culture where like alcoholism is considered fun when you're 22 and I'm it's like It's not. <laughs> Like it's you, not. You fun still well, just so. have basically alcoholics walking around. It doesn't get cute when you get young, and like if you imagine someone who is fifty behaving the way college people do, you call that alcoholism, and it is in college too, you know. And um, I liked that then when they take away that facade of youth, all of his like lifestyle vices suddenly become a lot more sad. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't seem like a young party guy. No. He seems sad. I mean, that's even kind of true for Sarah Lynn. Like, she's supposed to be 35? What? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought she was, yeah, 30. She's supposed to be in her 30s, you know? And, like, that's where, like, honestly, him having a romantic relationship with Sarah Lynn could have been okay. Like, could have been. She was her own adult and, like, had at this point but she also treated him as a Bojack father Horseman. figure and that was a very it was i think he treated her as a daughter more than yeah she treated him but like she well she like he was the adult like he played the father on her sh- on the show so she grew up thinking of him as this like surrogate father and you saw the multiple times throughout the show where like, she looked up to him and then he just let her down, especially that episode when she dies. It's like you see the multiple well, yeah, times. Obviously. Like when, she, oh yeah, he came back and she wanted to like spend time with it, and he just pitched the shoulder, and she's like, okay, whatever. Like, 
and she she looked up to him and she he kept disappointing and kept being the one to just lead her down this path and I do think that their relationship eventually transcended a surrogate father daughter thing like I don't think yeah. that was how it was by the time she died I think that's how it started out um but the point that I'm making there is that um even that age difference, as extreme as it is, is much less than the one between him and someone who's 17. And you can see the difference in the way, like, Sarah Lynn, I think, kind of understood who Bojack was. Like, she didn't have false notions about no, him. No, no, Like, she considered him a friend that it would be fun to get crazy drunk with, not a weird father figure. That's just not how she looked at him anymore. Because, um, I mean, that was, like, the, the episode where she came back. Like, that was why they ended up sleeping together at the end of it, is because they did kind of acknowledge, like, you know, you're not my dad. And yeah. I'm not your daughter. We're just adult friends. <laughs> like, kind of. Just a, a very, very abusive relationship. Because um, they never were explicit about it, but the fact that, like, he lied to the police and that, like, she wasn't dead at that moment... And that, like, yeah, yeah he could have said that was another thing that just like hit like a brick. It's like, oh, if he wasn't scared, if he just taken her to the hospital, she could have been saved. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, part of me doesn't think that was the original plan to have that be a revelation that gets revealed later. Um, yeah, but it's one of those things. And, and like, it, again, makes sense. And I'm was about to say, I'm glad they did it. I'm not because that scene kills me every time. Well, I, I think it's. Um, a more realistic look at that type of event. Yeah. So, like, even if someone, like, is that far gone, immediate medical attention can do a lot to bring a person back. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is grim, but whatever. I kind of had to take an infant CPR class. It's like the light version of it. Yeah. And what they tell you is, like, if you're giving someone CPR... And they're not responding. That's not necessarily a bad thing. What you're doing, like, so when you breathe air into your lungs, right, that puts oxygen in your blood and then your heart moves it around. If you're passed out, you're not using a lot of oxygen. So just keeping the blood circulating through a body continues delivering oxygen, even if the person's not breathing. And it's actually better that they're passed out because they're not using much oxygen. So you can keep someone going a long time on CPR until they can, like, get a defibrillator on them or until they, like, can clear whatever obstructions in the throat. Whatever, you know, it's, again, grim stuff. But that's a more realistic way of looking at that situation is even if he, even if, like, I guess you could say medically her heart wasn't beating, immediate medical attention could have done something. And he didn't know that. Well, yeah, he didn't know that. And because he was scared about the situation. And I think part of it was, like, trying to cover his own ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, he, he it knew. It led to her, like, not being able to be saved, and that comes out in that, like, his Reckoning episode, and just, she, it's in the most brutal way possible, where they just keep hammering questions, and it's open for everybody who's in the world to see, and it's just... Well, and I, I think, too, like you said, Bojack is a really a relatable character. Even in those moments where he's, like, weak and failing, it's not, he's really never vicious, no. is the thing. He never wants to hurt people. He's never doing... He very rarely acts out of spite. And in his defense, like, when she was, like, hammering all those questions during that interview, like, and he starts, like, to lash out a little bit, like, it's never in a way that's, like, I guess, like you were saying, vicious. It's never, like, 
it, it just to me it felt like a very re- realistic thing like if i was in that situ- same situation i'd be like no 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 hold on i was just trying to do this no no it wasn't like that just you're you're taking it this way like i would be doing what he was doing defending myself and it, yeah like, the way right, they did right. it, i thought the way they portrayed that whole scene was really good and just you you can understand every good. small decision that leads him up to these horrible things you know yeah. what i mean like every single little one it's like that makes sense that makes sense yeah i get that that makes sense you know um and i mean like as creepy as it is that's even true with the episode where he takes high schoolers to prom you can see all the little beats that get him there and not that like i'm saying in the same situation i would do that that's not no. what i mean oh, but through that whole thing it's like you he never just does something crazy and evil. It's all these little bad choices that all stack up. Um, the the whole thing was just a bad situation that went on too long. Like him even going yeah. down to visit her was just a bad idea. Like when right. he went down visit her, found out she had a family, he should have left. Because he was down yeah, there with or, the intention of getting back with her. Like, well, not getting back, getting with her, I guess. Because he was in love with her. And yeah, then, oh, she has something. a family whatever i don't want to be in my current life i need to live out this fantasy that i created for myself well yeah it's like it's nostalgia he in his head she was like this spectacular important person and that's like you know she's the one that got away and for her it was just like he's this guy i knew once you know but she's moved on but again the whole thing is you know back in the 90s that's what the whole show was about (laughs) What is, you know, back, back when his life in was the relevant. In I was in a very famous TV show. Um, Which that song is I mean, catchy, yeah. even if you hear it every single episode for six seasons. Yeah, no kidding. Bojack, um, Bojack. But I do think this show does a good job of portraying, like, the dangers of nostalgia. Like, looking back on something with rose-colored glasses and how bad Well, when be. you look at things with rose-colored gla- oh, lenses... All the red flags just look like flags, which is another lie for Bojack, <laughs> which I thought was an extremely good line. <laughs> was when he was dating the owl lady in season two. Oh yeah, that one made me sad. She was awesome. It was I, I need to just watch the show again. So just overall, do you like where I guess because we talked about every other character other than Mr. Peanut Butter, which I like where his storyline ended just really quick, like where his storyline ended with like him not needing to be in yet another relationship and just trying to work on himself. Because like I feel with most shows, they would try to do the thing where it's like, oh no, he ends up with yet another person and finds happiness through them. But I like the things like he just ends up with no one because his whole entire life he was just trying to be with another person. Yeah, he's like a serial monogamist and he's never Yeah, and he (laughs) never had time to just be Mr. Peanut Butter and just do like honestly, the only way his story like could have ended better if it was just Mr. Peanut Butter and Todd just have a joint business together. It wouldn't have worked, yeah. but like that was, I guess, the times when he was the happiest, when the two of them were just doing stupid stuff together. So you ask if I'm happy how the yeah, show ended? Yeah, do for you Bojack? like where it ended all together? Yeah, I think so. I think I do. It's to me, it felt like a sound ending for. Well, do you like where his character? Because we talked about every other character. Do you like where his character ended, Bojacks? I think in some ways, like his character arc kind of ended earlier than that, and it's just like the blows hadn't landed yet. You know what I mean? So are you saying his character arc ended at the half-season finale, or where are you saying it ended? Kind of. What I mean is, like, when he stopped dyeing his hair and went to rehab and started trying to be sober, I think that's who Bojack is now. You know what I mean? 
Um, I think all of the pieces are always there for him to relapse, but I think that is kind of the point. Like, he, through whatever combination of, like, nature and nurture, like, family history of dependency and then abuse growing up and an adulthood that did nothing to curb his, like, destructive tendencies, he has like the type of personality that can turn to drugs and alcohol um to cope with emotions and i don't think that the show is making the point that now he's like cured and he'll never have this problem again i think the show is making the same point that it made in season two like you know you got to run every day yeah that's the hard part is you have yeah to do you it have every to day. do it every time you have to turn yourself around whichever way they want to phrase it it's just yeah that's the truth of life it's you're not just going to get sober and things aren't just going to be fine forever. You you have yeah, it to doesn't, try it doesn't wrap up with the credits day. at like a sitcom, yeah. you know, like the show's like the anti sitcom. Yeah, cuz yeah, the it sitcom never... is just the end of the day, everything goes back to normal, everything's fine. It's like no, you have to keep doing it. Yeah, it never day. resets and he's just as likely to still hurt someone and there's still gaps in his life that I feel, you know, like they never resolved him and um Oh gosh! Who? I mean, the joke is that she has an impossible name. Oh, Hollyhock, Manheim, Man, whatever. The fifty, the seventy <laughs> yeah, last days. I I love that <laughs> it joke is so funny. Yeah, I, the the amount of times they make it, it. I do like. I hate it because I like in the last episode where I yelled about one enclosure in every show. I hate that you don't get true closure, but I do like how that's your closure. Is just because he didn't deserve to have real closure. With they were half siblings through an unfaithful m- marriage, like they were half siblings. Yeah, like, yeah, because of yeah. her dad or his yeah, dad. His, or yeah, they they yeah. didn't have to be like in each other's lives, and yeah, she cut him off. I think it was a good choice that they didn't show the letter. Do I hate that they just didn't show it was in the letter? Yeah, but I think it was a good choice that it was just a quiet. Whatever she said, you're not, I can't have you in my whatever. There was probably, I still love you, but, but he was just gone. And she never comes back. Yeah. And, and I think that's good at some point that, like, you, like I said, this is the anti sitcom. Things don't reset at the end. Like, maybe they eventually reconcile. Maybe they don't. There's no guarantee. Um, and, but so in some ways there, for for kind of every character, there is that weird lack of closure. Like Todd is still a child in a lot of ways. But he's working on makes, his relationship with his mom, which yeah, isn't just but, instantly and that's better. Like she still doesn't not understand just him. better. Yeah. And like he still calls babies his coworkers. Princess Carolyn is still like overworked. And- kind of like a functioning sociopath she just has no moral compass no. for the people that she works with or for she doesn't care <laughs> and judah um, is working on their wedding night diana or diana see sorry, diana it's hard is isn't still it? like she doesn't feel like she's just like oh i'm happy about every part of my life she still feels like angry and unsatisfied with a lot of things but it just has a better handle on it you know um so like I feel like all of these characters like they didn't change much. I think they just have a better reign on the stuff that they have a better handle on the things that make them turn to self-destructive behavior. Does yeah. that make sense? And I think that's a realistic end for it because like a sitcom, it doesn't just get better at the end. Yeah. In real like that's 
as depressing as this is about the sounds, like that's why I like things that have happy ending closure because in real life you don't always just have a happy ending with closure. You don't yeah. get to see where the relationship is just perfectly happy because sometimes, yeah, the couple gets together and then things are horrible and they break up. Or sometimes it's just horrible and they never break up. Or yeah. sometimes like the character you wanted to succeed just doesn't succeed in real life. Like it doesn't always turn out good. And I think the fact is that yeah, each character still needs to work on themselves. And like Bojack isn't completely sober and perfect at the end. No, he's in jail, only out for a day leave because that's all they can give him. Like yeah. he's he still has to try and wake up every morning and make the conscious decision to not drink. Yeah. And like Diane still depressed, still has to take antidepressants and still has to cope with all the all the stuff swirling in her head. Todd still has to work on his relationship with the mom. It's none of it's perfect. Yeah, it's like Diane made the point that like, you know, if she doesn't use her damage to write a book, then all that damage was Not worth like it, yeah. it was all for nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like doesn't mean anything. And it's like all that stuff is still there about Diane. Like the all the stuff all the that damage, made yeah. her angry and angry at like everything and annoyed at so many things like all still there it's not gone now she's at best redirecting it in a more healthy way <laughs> you know there was a point i was gonna make and then i lost it sorry I'm it's because i talk too much isn't it no no it was just like it was a sound observation it's totally gone i should write things down i'm gonna watch i'm just gonna watch the show again because it's it's just that good. I don't know if I would want to watch the whole thing over again. I do because I don't remember um, much, and it will also help me in talking to Diane and Eric about it. Yeah, that's true. Right? Because like, yeah, it is sort of hard when you look back. There's parts that are fuzzy. Because like that's why I said in the message, like, yeah, there's things I want to say, but I get the first two seasons mixed up. But yeah, that's just it's hard. They the first two seasons blur hardcore for me because it was what five six years ago. Yeah, it was yeah. 2014 was when it first came out. Did you actually start watching it? Um, I started watching it when the second season came out. So I watched both the first and second seasons together. And then the third I, season. I, like, watched it all in one manic binge. Yep. Like, because I started this show, like, two other times. And yep. both times I, like, barely got And then the I'm like, you need to watch like, it. <laughs> well, because I was like, it's just a freaking other family guy. Like, it's like, here's the setup. It's the horse and his dumb friend. Like, I get it. That's what I went into. And then, because I just watched through the first season, like, in one day. Then I started watching the second season and saw, like, the areas where it's not just family guy. The stuff where it did follow through from the last season. And it's like, oh, no, he's still miserable. And this, like, stuff actually had an impact. Honestly, I think what got me to stick around was when Patton Oswald voiced a character that was, um, like, a seal named Navy Sealman, yeah. the Navy Seal, or something like that. You know, that's like the third episode, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what that's where I was hooked after that. It's like Once Bojack they had hates the, the troops or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like that back and forth. Oh, you know, I will say that 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 brings up something. I'm glad that um, that's the second episode, Cody. <laughs> um, well, hey, like I said, I only ever got to the first episode. It's like where, like, but you just dumb. said where I got finally hooked was the second episode. Episode two. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like once I watched past episode one, I couldn't stop. Um, I liked that the show started out being very much about Hollywood culture and by the end wasn't. I remember early on, now that I'm thinking about it, it was very much about like the news cycle reporter 
like insanity paparazzi yeah. um just like that kind of weird party no friends culture that is hollywood yeah. I like that it eventually wasn't really about that anymore and was about something else. But for a while, that was a big theme is like how these like news stories would come out and just ruin someone's life, totally taking things out of context or ignoring parts of the story, which does really happen. Yeah, where, all the time. You know, like breaking celebrity news is just fiction half the time. You know, it's just totally wrong. And people's lives do get screwed. Well, and I mean, and, and not to say that there aren't like horrible things that celebrities or people in power in Hollywood do, but it's like not always, and it's not ever well reported. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm glad that that was not the entire backdrop of the show. It was yeah, I, I completely forgot. That was like the main thing in the show. Yeah. Well, cause that was like the thing where they just like fell into line with calling it Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood. for the whole show. And then the, what I'm a Hollywood type was like the name of the TV host. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like I'm like the guy type, whatever. It's like I'm the Hollywood type male, and I'm a so and so, and like they just have no names. It's just like that character's pretty much just Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I'm a Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I'm type. a Ryan Seacrest yeah. type. That's what it was. I'm a Ryan Seacrest type, and it was just that character had no actual name and was voiced by Adam Conover from um Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, yeah, was yeah. it? Oh, you'll yeah, hear like go through the voice actor list. There's a lot of good voice actors in the show. Oh yeah, like I throwers. said, like, like every third Patton Oswald character is Patton Oswald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's tons. He's he, tons. He of, he's, he's the penguin, which is like another recurring character. Is like that yeah, penguin whose business is failing. Also, Patton Oswald. Um, and then, um, oh gosh, what's the comedian's name? I why even bring him up if I don't know his which name? Comedian? But no, it's the guy that voices uh, Mr. Peanut Butter. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know his actual name. Paul F. Tompkins. Yes. That's what it is. Um, Paul F. Tompkins also voices other characters and you know, the, uh, pig reporter. Yeah. Um, that they do a podcast together. Oh, I also like the bird paparazzi. That's like, they literally, I like how they fly Fly. away too, like just using their actual arms to like fly away. I love that. I just, there's so many good little tidbits in the show and I just absolutely, absolutely love it. And Yeah. yeah, we talked for an hour. Okay, well, you were right. So you yeah, feel I don't. No, that. I'm just saying we need to stop because I'm gonna have so much editing work to do next week. <laughs> so this this was fun. I enjoy doing these episodes with you, Cody. God, I'm gonna watch the show again, and then we'll have Diana on to talk about do the same thing over again. Anyways, um, you ready to close out and go to the actual episode? Yeah, I'm done, okay. man. I'm good. Anyways, this has been World Shop's take on BoJack Horseman. We'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.